It's five o'clock mountain time. It's time for Tom and Shane, no business in politics. And our story today, our video today is um, why the Supreme Court should rule against loan forgiveness. So let's talk about that a little bit because uh, it's an important uh, topic. Uh, right now, the Supreme Court is hearing uh, oral arguments about uh, whether or not uh, Biden's plan to uh, remove uh, at least $20,000 from uh, at least 20,000 bucks from uh, from the uh, student loans. Uh, we can't uh, uh, we don't know if that's going to work or not. And uh, Shane's not with me. I'm not sure why he's not with me. Um, He's calling, so they must have some kind of issue. So uh, hopefully uh, he can try to get in. I sent him two invitations. So uh, let's see if um, I'll send him another one real quickly, and maybe that's his issue. But we'll um, we'll certainly find out. We appreciate your patience here with us while we get uh, our uh, things uh, straightened out here. So a new invitation's on its way to him. So we'll see if... Uh, We'll see if maybe that's the uh, that's part of the issue. So but uh, anyway, student loans, uh, they've been around for a while and uh, they've uh, certainly uh, a lot of people have uh, used them successfully, paid them off and uh, all of that. So that's our that's what we're going to talk about today. And uh, as we begin, some things we need to uh, tell you about, of course, uh, the uh, the average cost of attendance for a student living on campus at a public four-year in-state institution is $25,704 per year or $102,828 over four years. And Shane finally joins us. Glad to have you along with us. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Wasn't my fault. I don't know. I keep blaming me. Streamyard, you know, it won't, it didn't load up, so wouldn't let you in, huh? All right. Well, I, I was in the green room for ten minutes waiting, and yeah. So well, I didn't see, see you, so so I here phoned, we are. I, I called you, and uh, you yeah. were talking, but I guess you couldn't hear me yeah. on the phone. Well, uh, I wasn't going to take the call while I was talking, so I hope you could hear me, and and I sent you another invitation. So yeah, we'll, the, we'll the second that. invitation anyway. worked. Yeah, yeah. Well, I sent I send you two every day, so <laughs> and uh, probably should turn my phone off, huh? <laughs> Maybe that'll help. Well, we're talking about student loan, Shane, and I was giving them some information that. Uh, Considering lost income and loan interest, the ultimate price of a bachelor's degree may be as high as half a million bucks, Shane. $509,434, not $33, not $35, $434. Well, this is a deep well, and uh, I don't know if we have the time that you would like to, to spend on it, but we'll try and do the best we can. Um, th this is one of these situations where once again, uh, like we we talked about the, the debt and, mm -hmm. and and you know politicians telling everyone that China o owns the U.S. and yeah. they don't. They don't. But yeah. so in this case, we're talking about something that in all in everything you review or, or, or when you do a dive on it is um, it, it doesn't seem right. There's one point. It's basically one point eight trillion dollars in student debt, mm -hmm. um, but 92% of that, 92% you own. I mean, the, not you, the government. It, the, yeah. it, the, it, the government of the United States, the money is owed 
to the mm -hmm. government of the United if the people that owe that money paid it off, you, you know, you, you could pay off 5% of your debt. Yeah. So, you know, there's only, uh, there's less than 7%, um, about five and a half percent, uh, um, lent to students now by banks or the rest of it is their parents. Yeah. And, uh, so it, it, it's sort of important to, to get into this because, um, this was all created, um, by your government, um, through, uh, legislation, um, that goes back 20 years and, started with the uh, Perkins uh, student loan um, aid uh, that that so they were called Perkin loans and as you were commenting um, th these are for uh, uh, lower low interest federal students for undergraduate and graduate students so the, you, you could borrow up to 25,000 a year mm -hmm. to get your undergraduate degree and 85,000 to get a graduate degree um and it's it's oh. not it hasn't stopped the the terrible thing about this this reality is is um it's increasing by um over 20 well 19 and a half percent a year because they're still mm -hmm. they're still lending money to people and of course yeah they go to school issue. yeah yeah well so, the other the other thing too is shane that right now at least as far as i know from what i've read we're still in a pause from COVID of paying these things. Well, he could, he, I mean, it's a government debt. Yeah, no, so I understand I, that. Th yeah. This is another reason that I'm, I'm a little concerned by the, the, the Supreme court. I realize what they're saying is he can't just cancel it without the Congress approving yeah. it or legislating. Yeah. I mean, that's the argument. And, and, mm -hmm. and, and in none of the legislation that was bipartisan improved uh, approved by both sides in the last 30 years for this yeah. Yeah, there's nothing in there that allows that so that's why they've taken it to court yeah. but they, they don't want to talk about the truth about it and how to solve the big problem which is 1.8 trillion dollars i mean yeah. five percent of your debt um and mm -hmm. uh, there's a simple solution but hopefully we can get to that there's uh, other, mm -hmm. other 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 yeah. programs. You've got the Federal Family Education Lo Loan Program. Mm -hmm. um, it, you know, it's been around, um, you know, uh, and, and and has lent since 1965 um, over uh, 60 or 55 billion dollars to six mm -hmm. and a half million students. Yeah. That's how many. I mean, this is not a small amount. This is no, a lot it is. Of people, you know, that it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also too, uh, a lot of people don't realize student loans are also available for uh, trade crafts and uh, other. Um, you know, they are now. Schools. Yes. Yeah, That's they right. are now for trade schools and things That's like right. that. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about real briefly: the uh, students are going to pay about twenty-one hundred interest every year, two grand uh, a year. Uh, on the uh, borrowers and roughly 20 years, Shane, 20 years to uh, pay that off. And well, only 60% of them are going to graduate. 30% of them are, are not going to make it. Well, most of these loans, actually all of them that the government holds um, are, have a plan that if they're supposed to be paid 10 year, within 10 years um, after or extended to 15 if, if, yeah. if they need be. So, you know, th this was all legislated in. One of the other things that was legislated in, you know, which is interesting, 
um, that a student couldn't declare bankruptcy to avoid paying the loan. Yeah. So you don't have all these kids you know, owing this money and not being able mm -hmm. to pay it. And then, you know, filing for bankruptcy and waiting for their life to start for seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Student loans are exempt. Uh, so is uh, any income tax payments, anything like yes, that. That's right. Uh, yeah, any any government programs you owe for are, are exempt from uh, social or from uh, income tax. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, the other thing too, um, looking at looking at these things, the the uh, if if the Supreme Court comes down on this, one thing that they're looking at is do the states and there's five states I think that are bringing this action. Do these states have standing? Um, you know, I because we're talking about a government program, do the states have standing to talk about a government program? Because I think the what is it, the Tenth Amendment or the Fourteenth says yes, whatever right. whatever is reserved for the states. Uh, and I would think this is not reserved for the states. Well, in in two thousand seven, uh, your government created the College Cost Reduction and Access Act of two thousand seven. Mm -hmm that set up the public service loan forgiveness program. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, there, there was a way in which you could qualify um, under you know 501c3 mm -hmm. and, um, and under the IRS rules. And uh, you know, for particularly if you work for a nonprofit organization. So yeah. it's it's rather incredible to realize that there's all this legislation and guidelines around this big mm -hmm. bucket of debt. Yeah. And, and it's been created for the benefit of the politicians to look good to the voters, the people that, well, the voters that <laughs> yeah. owe it now. Yeah. yeah. So, and uh, you know, a lot of people believe that uh, this was another stunt uh, by your president mm -hmm. president mm -hmm. in the 2020 election to make this statement knowing it wasn't real, but in the hopes that he would get young people to vote for him. And some of the polling shows that, you know, again, that works. Uh, it works. So okay. um, any, you know, racism, John Crow, you know, student debt, yeah. you know, yeah. systemic racism, whatever you want, you know, the, you know, what the green mm -hmm. new deal, whatever, yeah. it all <laughs> seems to draw people into the, the democratic tent. Mm -hmm. and uh and um helps them not yeah. qualify but get elected yeah well the other really stupid thing that i uh came across of course during the obama administration they said if you if you spend uh, uh if, if you go into public service they'll forgive your loan after 10 years uh that just perpetuates poverty i mean you're you're going into public service which doesn't pay anything uh, at all. And, you know, you're stuck there uh, for your 10 year um, uh, thing to get your loan forgiven. The other point is that I think they're not talking about forgiving the entire student loan. They're talking about uh, getting rid of 20,000 uh, of each loan. Now, in some cases, that may be all of the loan for some people. And uh, if we're talking about a $500,000 loan, that's not much of a that's not much of a, uh, a break. Well, it, it you know it, it allows for this public service loan forgiveness program, as yeah. you said, it, it allowed for students to pay off their debt to the government by working full time in public service. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of things in your country that could be done under public service by people, um, you know, 
And a lot of these uh, students went in and got undergraduate degrees in, in, in uh, different um, types of uh, psychology. So, I mean, you know, just uh, like helping the homeless, uh, cleaning yeah. up after the homeless. I mean, th- there's work. There's no question that could be done. And, you know, um, working full time isn't so bad. So the, it also provided a program for them to make 120 qualifying monthly payments mm-hmm. under a qualifying repayment plan right. while working full time <laughs> for a for qualifying, a qualifying employer. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So it, 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 like, it's quite funny how they write all this legislation. I know. It takes but you they never, in, But they don't enforce it. And, no, and of course, this, this is where you're at with this is, you know, well, that's the whole oh, government. I mean, they're by, great. By at, the they don't yeah, they're they're great at passing out welfare. Do they enforce it? No. That's right. You know, uh, food stamps. Do you enforce it? No. Uh, you know, all these. Uh, you know, I think the last count, there's something like 126 poverty programs that haven't moved the needle in 50 years uh, of poverty. And but yeah, we're still pumping money into these things. And uh, you know, uh, if, if these people. Who are doing this public service if they were working toward eliminating poverty if they were if they were trained in how to get off welfare you know then i'm all for that but uh well i i I have i do i do have an easy common sense one piece pet one page piece of legislation the house could send to the senate to send to the president to sign and basically it's just common sense so (laughs) what you say to all these you know, 60 million people or young adults or graduates Mm -hmm. is that if you put 10% down on, on what you owe. So most the average one's about 35, $38,000. That's Mm -hmm. three and a half thousand dollars. You put 10% down. um, We will have, we will introduce you to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Fannie Mae is the federal national mortgage association. Mm-hmm. And Freddie Mac is the uh, Federal Home Loan Mortgage Corporation. Now, these are both owned by the government. And, and the, sim- the, the simplicity of this is, is that Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, depending on you know, what type of work you do or th- their guidelines, mm-hmm. would then give you a loan to go out and purchase a home. And so, you know, a loan for, say, four or $500,000, um, or an apartment or a condo, depending, you know, because th- there are inexpensive homes, apartments, and condos that could be bought by individuals, be- mm-hmm. these individual students as singles. And now they got, you know, they got money in the game. You know, they got skin in the game. And then they roll into that, their debt, the, the 35, 38,000 into, into the, the loan for them to have a home. And now they're part of the American dream. They've got their home. They're going to pay off the loan back to the government and, and the debt uh, that the student, and by rolling it in, they can't go bankrupt and not pay Fannie Mac or, you know, uh, Freddie Mac or Fannie Mae. So this is a great way of getting them immediately involved in the the American dream, paying back $1.7 trillion. I mean, the, the, (laughs) What a great political solution and common sense one, too. Well, I don't understand how you're going to have $509,434 and add a $500,000 home into that and make it work. No, no, you, you give them enough in the initial Fannie Mae 
or Freddie Mac. I mean, that's what Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are known for. I mean, that's what they've been doing. Fannie Mae, uh, uh, Fannie Mae was set up in 1938 for, by FDR to do this. And Freddie Mac was, you know, it was founded in, in 1970, 53 years ago, to do this. And it, it, the whole purpose it is for underprivileged or, you know, um, mm -hmm. uh, um, people that need support that you know, be, but don't qualify for a bank loan to buy a house. Yeah. So the, the, this is, you know, Freddie Mae and, and they, they completely can do this. So mm -hmm. you find a place for, say, two to $300,000, a, a condo, an apartment or a, yeah. a home that you can renovate. Mm -hmm. um, and you go to Fannie Mae. And it, you know it's three hundred and fifty-four, you know, to four hundred thousand dollars. You roll in your your loan to it, and and get a loan from Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac for five hundred thousand dollars. That they can set the interest. Uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac can set the interest at whatever they want, they, because they're the lender. So mm -hmm. you don't, you don't have to get hit with a seven or eight percent mortgage, you know, payment. <laughs> you know, they can lend it to you at two or three percent. Yeah. Well, that'll create the same thing we had in 2007, 2008. People unqualified to have homes walked away from them and, you know, they're they're done. They're well, that was a bit different. No, that was mortgage-backed securities, Tom. That, that, that was people reselling people's mortgages. I mean, people had to go to court because they didn't even know who owned their mortgage because <laughs> banks resold true. them to... I mean, you know, yeah. there are people that were still paying their yeah. mortgage. And and those are the ones that your Federal Reserve have bought from the banks. Mm -hmm. um, the Federal Reserve has, you know, since 2008, 2009, have been buying mortgage-backed securities from your banks um, as part of quantum easing and collecting interest by people that are still paying them. So it, it's, yeah, yeah th th this is a hard thing to just talk about in 20 minutes, but we'll try and yeah. cover it as best we can. Well, it is. Yeah. Well, uh, I personally, uh, for the people who have already paid off their student loans and, you know, went through the sacrifice and uh, whatever, uh, I, I don't see why uh, somebody else, uh, you know, I mean, all these people took this out knowing I'm going to have to pay this. They knew it. I mean, when you buy a car, you know what the payment is. Of course they knew it, yeah. And when you buy a house, you know what the mortgage is. And when they took these loans out, they knew exactly what they were stepping into. And for them to go down and demonstrate on the steps of the of the Supreme Court, which should not be affected by public opinion, and I don't think they will be in this case, uh, it's whether or not the states have standing to bring this action or not. And whether or not uh, uh, the president has the authority to uh, to do this with a stroke of a pen. That's all. That's yeah, the, that's, that, the that's, the, that's the legal thing. You know, it's yeah. the same like with uh, abortion. Right. Yeah. They, they did. They didn't. They didn't say they, all they did is they sent it back to the states for them to decide individually what to do with it. Yeah. What to do because with of it, the so. 14th amendment. So, exactly, you know, it's yeah. again, it's a legal issue that isn't explained. So people get all emotional about it. Well, and, I do, mean, yeah. it, it was so I, I, one of the things that I find so fascinating is, you know, the Supreme Court didn't start out first. I mean, the Court of Appeals in cases uh, in, of capture in the United States was established January 15, 1780. Now, this is great. This was the first federal court of the United States of America under the Continental Congress and your Constitution. Yeah. And the court's jurisdiction was over cases 
for the capture of enemy ships and cargo. There you are. So, <laughs> so th th you're, you're trying to capture students <laughs> yeah. to pay their debt and cargo, okay? Yeah, like, that's it. Th th this, is, this is what we're really talking about, baby. This is a no-brainer. Yeah, well, right. yeah, if if the uh, if the um, uh, Supreme Court decides in favor of Biden, then 20,000 bucks per student is going to end up on someone's desk. There's going to be a check there, you know, or, no, a, or a bill. No, no, yeah, there will. There, of course there no, will. No, Tom, that's not what they're doing here. You're you already owe the money. The guy, it's part of your national debt. I'm okay. talking about the twenty thousand. No, he, what he wants to do is forgive the, that amount per student. Yeah, and and what'll happen is the student loan debt will be reduced by mm -hmm. five hundred million or whatever it is. Yeah, but it, it just goes over into the black hole of your national debt. I mean, well, I goes, understand you know, that. Yeah, yeah, the treasury, the yeah. treasury will pay that down and move it to the other side of their balance sheet this is yeah this is just a virtual accounting move like well it is other... uh, well that's what i mean but, but he's it's... not handing money back to any of these people well well he in essence is well uh, no he in essence grand is, back he's, to them, he, they he's, don't have to pay well yeah they're they that's right yeah. i mean in essence they're being forgiven the, yeah. you know their debt yes but they're, they're not yes they, in in essence, virtually they're getting twenty grand, mm -hmm. but yeah. th there's no refund to even people that have paid their debt, and that's what mm -hmm. upsets a lot of people. Because well, as you too, pointed yeah. out, mm -hmm. the people that have paid, they're not getting anything. No. <laughs> the government's not giving them a dime for having paid, <laughs> and, and you know. But of course, you know. It, yeah. Well, they're giving them a big fat, fat thank you for uh, living up to your obligations. Yeah, and and here's another half a billion dollars that you know goes on yeah. your back to to pay yeah. because they didn't. Yeah. So yeah, politically, because no one has this conversation. You know, this is one of these yeah. things. All the bobbleheads say we should have a conversation about that. Yeah, right. But they yeah. they never do, and they don't no. bring they don't bring to bear the facts when they have the conversation. No. Let's see. How can I buy votes? Uh, well, food yeah. stamps, yeah. Uh, welfare, yeah. Student loans. How do I look like yeah. the good guy? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to look like the good guy here. And, and it's that. great because this one's easy. You, you know, if you're opposed to it, you're not going to be called a racist, a bigot. You're, you're just going to be. You're just going to be ca called a Scrooge. You know that. Yeah, you're you know, a money, you don't care. You're a, you're a mean person. You're yeah, a, you're, uh, yeah, yeah. You don't care yeah. about young people and the yeah. the, bur the burden of debt. Everybody has debt. I mean, yeah. everyone does. I mean, the, our culture is based yeah. on debt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the uh, capitalism requires debt. If if yeah. you don't have debt, you couldn't create the financial means to establish and build industry because of, of the capital the capital costs involved. So yeah, you, absolutely. You know, yeah. 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 There was a uh, girl that I read about in one of the stories in researching this uh, segment that uh, she. Um, she skipped her midterms to go protest. That shows you that yeah. kind of shows you where the priorities yeah. are here. I want that 20 grand. I don't care about that degree, you know. I mean that, that school's paid for. I don't care. Well, and and you remember back in 2008 and 2009, and here's a good example. Mm -hmm. Um you, you the the government bailed out the car industry. Well, it was basically yeah. 
it was Chevy and and uh, Chrysler, right? Yeah. But Ford not, Ford, Ford, not Ford. Ford. Yeah. It, it wasn't Ford because in 2006, the chairman of or the CEO of Ford went and renegotiated all of Ford's debt yeah. with the banks. So <laughs> they they were in the clear for all of this, they, they, yeah. and their banks were fine. Yeah. So it, it's a it's 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 one of these situations where Ford went. Why don't you know? Like they they asked for money and they said, "No, you don't need it." <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, they were forced to take it. They just didn't spend it. <laughs> no, no, they, they weren't forced asked. to take. They didn't need any. So, they well, they all, well, from what I've read, everybody was forced to take it whether you needed it or not, because it had to be fair to everyone. Everyone, all the cars. Well, that, that was to, the bank. Had to all get the, the same amount. Yeah. Yeah, all the banks were forced to take it. Yes. Yeah, they were. You're right. But, yeah, but whether not, they needed it or not. not yeah, in, and yeah. there were several industries that had to be yeah. failed, you know. But yeah. Um, but you know, the banks and uh, the car industry, they all ended up paying it back and you know why because if they didn't the u.s had guess what stock that they could yeah. convert to yeah. and they wasn't preferred stock like i've suggested to solve social security no, you know with was, a you know it was preferred common stock yeah it was it was common stock so if they it would if they didn't pay it back the yeah. government could convert it to stock and sell it so they yeah. didn't want that they, you yeah. know that's <laughs> no way yeah we don't well, want the but, government yeah, well, the big losers back then were the bondholders, of course, on that deal. But uh, that's a whole other story. Well, the, but, yeah, bondholders but, are secondary. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's no reason to bail any car company out. There's no DeSotos. There's no Duesenbergs anymore. There's no Studebakers. There's no Saturns. Nope. You know, uh, they they. Why do we bail them out? What's the what's the deal there? So, I don't know. It, it, it's an yeah. across the board issue. Uh, another uh, clear example of this is the airline industry. Mm -hmm. You know, the reason the airline industry is so important is the vast amount of cash flow it generates every single day. 10,000 yeah. planes over your country every day and someone's paying a ticket. And, and overseas moves, too. And then there's another 5,000 across the world. There's over 15 to 20,000 mm -hmm. commercial flights around the world every day in the sky. But in your country, all that cash moves through a system that yeah. creates, uh, you know, this constant flow of money. And so we don't want to interrupt that. Oh, my gosh. The, you yeah. know, the, the cost of the economy and everyone involved directly or yeah. otherwise indirectly would be yeah. horrific. Yeah, that's for sure. So, mm -hmm. hey, I want to remind everybody we're here every Tuesday and Thursday at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, re uh, subscribe, ring the notification bell. Like us, you'll always be notified no matter what time zone you're in. And we would be happy to do that uh, for you. It's uh, our pleasure to be here. And we also need to remind you that the award-winning Tom and Shane, we're live on radio every Saturday, 8 to 11 Mountain Time. You can listen live anywhere in the world, camsam.com. Just click listen now. Nothing to join. No sign up or email is needed. And our past shows are at the same place, KMMSAM.com. If you want to get a sample of what our radio shows are like, you can go over there and click on Tom Chain's podcast and uh, listen to commercial-free radio. There you Amen. go. So just my final thought, mm -hmm. you know, there, we've talked about it. Maybe we'll have this conversation. We should. But the public service loan forgiveness program that they created you know, uh, in 2017, well, they updated it, and but yeah. the act was 2000. 
we, it could be used to help the homeless. And, and uh, we, we should have that conversation because that, that like we mentioned it briefly mm-hmm. today, yeah. that, that, you know, these students could, could help the homeless, but there, there's a great way of utilizing that. And, uh, and we should have that conversation. There you go, buddy. All right, man. <laughs> All right. That's going to wrap it up for us today. We're uh, up against the clock here. So don't forget we're on radio eight to 11 mountain time. Uh, it's in the description below how to get there and uh, check us out Uh, i think you'll enjoy our radio shows and uh, hey don't forget subscribe ring the notification bell you'll always be notified when we're on every tuesday and thursday at 5 p.m mountain time but if you're in a different time zone doesn't matter youtube will let you know where you are so there you go it's a fun deal all right thank you linda we love you all right thanks so much shane and uh, we will see everybody Next Tuesday, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you on the radio this coming Saturday. Bye for now.